Not, not only did he have the higher ground, he had another buddy. They both had Jamal Murray jerseys on. Turn those jerseys in right now. <laughs> Jamal Murray does not deserve this level of fandom. Jamal Murray fans will ha- never have respect again in NBA Twitter history. Yo. They have to right the wrong. They have to fight ball ball fans to the death. That, that's the rule. <laughs> I'll make it up. Ritual combat. This is what needs to happen. See ball ball in the gulag. One, one of you guys will get out. Ball ball fans and Jamal Murray fans got to fight in the gulag. That's great. Y'all got to get it together. I'm getting better and better. Because once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. Welcome. This is Out of Pocket. It was, a sun, it was Suns in four as predicted. Bucks get even with the Nets, and we'll see when Kyrie is back from his ankle injury. Tonight, we're sending our top commenters some Buckets merch, so bring your best slander to the chat, and we'll get you swagged out. We also got the out-of-pocket voicemail line that's at the bottom here. Call, talk your shit to us. Do whatever you, know, whatever you want. It's open. The lines are open. I'm telling you, please, like, talk your shit on here because playing those clips will be really funny. There is the phone number. And uh, just the feeling of calling someone's nice. So call, leave that voicemail. We'll play them on the show as long as they're like, you know, within reason. And uh, yeah, let's should we get into this show. Yeah, let's talk about it, Zach. Um, yeah. Jamal Murray fans, again, took a, a fat L. The biggest. Match only by the Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, mm. this league's year's MVP. Not only got swept, left the game in the third quarter after getting ejected with a flagrant two on campaign. Now, if LeBron Raymond James Sr. did that, the internet would be roasting him to no to no avail. But nobody seems to notice or say anything. But what, what did you think when you saw Jokic um, getting You know, I got big Bynum vibes from that, Joe. You know, a lot of Andrew Bynum destroying J.J. Barea there. Campaign, you know, can only hope to be as good as Jose Juan Barea one day. But big vibes from that in the sense that the Lakers were getting swept. Things were not going well for L.A. The game was getting away from them. The series had long since gotten away from them. You know, I thought it was a sort of soft ejection to hit him with that. It's shitty. Like, I'm glad campaign is okay. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. You know, I do want to say the biggest shame in all this is that we didn't get to see Jamal Murray going at Booker this whole series like you know obviously he was hurt i think that shit would have been so fucking fun watching jamal murray jaw with cp campaign and book oh my god i do think campaign sold that i agree with uh, foggy bear there but what do you think joe i think you know the nuggets didn't want to give bobo any meaningful minutes so you get what you deserve in this situation <laughs> yeah. joker gets ejected in the third quarter bobo right to lead this team back to prominence Lead them to four straight wins. Mm. No run, no luck. Now, I mean, look, you know, I think this this whole – it's funny. Everybody talks about how the bubble has an asterisk and this, that, and whatever. I think we've seen more stars injured in these playoffs, more 40-point games in these playoffs. We've only been through two rounds. Yeah. So, if we're going to talk about asterisks, I hey. think we have to refer to this one. But we got to give hey. luck to the Suns. Suns hey. beat the Lakers. Suns were killing the bubble. Joe, I, while we're on that subject of an asterisk, we did get this voicemail. So this is, you know, if you dial the number below, these are the things you get to be a part of the show here. Got this one from someone uh, out in Texas. Here it is. Hey, guys. Now that every good player is injured, is this year's NBA championship more fraudulent than the Lakers making out ranks? Thanks. 
First of all, how dare you call it a Mickey Mouse ring? That's just not something we do here on this program, all right? It is the hardest championship ring anyone's ever won. But to the caller, you know, first time, long time, I agree with this uh, with this caller that, you know, maybe we got to examine that. A lot of stars not in this one. I mean, Zach, when we go back and look at championships that don't have an asterisk since 2015, 2015 has an asterisk. Yeah. 2016, hardest championship won in NBA history to that point, to that point, to that mm. point in 2016, mm. to that point. Yeah. 2017, asterisk. 2018, asterisk. 2019, asterisk. 2020, hardest championship in NBA history. No asterisk. <laughs> Easily the hardest championship in NBA history. 2021, yes, eight. we'll never know. AD being hurt. It seems like the Lakers would have beat the Suns in five, as we all predicted. They would have swept the Nuggets. They would yeah. have beat whoever decided to win this Jazz Clippers series. And they would have beat the Bucks, who I said were coming out of the East. Previously, because I yeah. need the ticket plug. Like I might get the game six ticket plug. I'm debating whether to go to Milwaukee or not. Oh, Joe, I think you got to. I think it'll be so awesome. Yeah, but I fly first class only, as you know. And just, <laughs> I just don't like the flight flight pattern. There's way too many. Like, give me the straight shot. Yeah, like, Chicago, layovers. The oh, Chicago yeah, yeah. to Milwaukee layover is probably the best. I think Southwest is the only one who has a direct flight. But as you Ooh. know, I do not fly Southwest. That is a peasant airline. Yeah, it is. I still fuck with Southwest, though. I love it. I do. Short burst, short burst, short burst. Short burst only. <laughs> you take that on a, like a six, five, six hour, you can't do Southwest. But, you know, Arizona, Vegas, beautiful. Yeah. I appreciate you, Southwest. But, Great. yeah, you know, this series was tough. It did feel like it had really just gotten away from the Nuggets and, it, like, they were never getting back into this one. On the other side, you know, the nets buck series now is sort of a series. I I don't really know how to – I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I got to ask you, do you think KD can carry this Nets team? I, I think – I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think KD can carry this Nets team. If Kyrie doesn't come back, he can carry their luggage to Cancun. <laughs> or Cabo, the one and only Palmeira, Cabo. Nice location next to LeBron. I think, you know, look, we don't we don't ever celebrate injuries or anything like that, but with Harden yeah. being out, it was already like, not to say like, you know, it, it got a little bit more fair, but, you know, what team can can beat a team with three healthy superstars? Obviously, Harden goes out with the injury. Kyrie goes out with the janky ankle, and that looks like, I mean, you know, it's going to be a game or two at least, unless he wants to pull some Isaiah Thomas-level heroics. But now Kevin Durant, I think he had, what, like 17 or something like that in the third quarter, had a big fat donut in the fourth quarter. And, you know, it's funny, uh, original Geo legend on Twitter basically pointed out that, you know, when AD got hurt, it was it was street clothes, he's soft, he's injury prone. Kyrie's been hurt more than AD this year. Mm-hmm. There was no street clothes. There was just sympathetic nods and gestures. So I think that's more a result of just LeBron hate. You see the, the depths that people go to with LeBron hate. But yeah. Zach, you, re- you recently adopted the Nets. I mm-hmm. called you a front runner then. I'm, you know, I've changed my tune now. <laughs> It's yeah. a little bit different when Mike James is out there uh, hurling, hurling threes instead of, <laughs> instead of Kyrie. Bruce I just, Brown. I just want to say, I love this picture so much. I just want to say, I position myself so nicely, Josiah, because I, I can't lose. I can't lose. Either the Nets get to the title and I'm a Nets guy now, or they don't and we don't. We pretend none of this happened and we just run all the clips of me saying the Nets are never making the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't really want to celebrate it this way, to be fully honest. Like, I wanted it to be a full strength. The Nets didn't make it, so maybe I won't do that. Maybe I won't celebrate it in that same way. It's a bummer, man, that, that you just – you kind of want to – like you know, in like it's like in 2K. You want to, like, just turn the injuries off and just let everyone cook and kind of go to town. But that's 
the unfortunate reality is you can't do that. And, um, you know, the Kyrie stuff, I, I, yeah, it's a mix on the, as far as Kyrie being out, I think some of it was personal, some of it was injury related, but yeah, I, I do think we're going to get a Harden appearance very soon here. And whether they should do that or not, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, we saw what happened with AD trying to come back prematurely. Obviously it is the playoffs, but this playoff has an asterisk anyway, probably the biggest asterisk since the, uh, what, 2019 with the Raptors. But, uh, you know, look, this, this net squad talked a lot of shit. We're wolfing. Wanted yeah. to be, wanted to be villainized. Wanted to be the bad guys. Don't have a, don't have a player. KD, KD's in that upper echelon, but he's not a player quite of LeBron's magnitude. LeBron mm-hmm. in year eighteen was expected to take a Lakers team without AD, knowing that we front loaded and really were dependent on our second star to help carry this team over the top. Was expected to take this team to the championship and not lose a game. So I mean, here we are. The, the Nets have now tricked off two games in Milwaukee. They have to go back to Brooklyn for Game Five. Yeah, and then we're right back to Milwaukee for Game Six. Do you think we got it on the bottom here? Do you think KD will get judged the same way like LeBron would, where where people are so critical of LeBron? I think people are really critical of KD, but you know Kevin Durant is about to see. All right, like, but I I agree and I disagree. It's sort of like I think they're needlessly criticized both of them at this point. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Durant getting a brief taste of what life is like when you're the only superstar of your team, and he's. No, no, yeah, I guess I forget how many superstars he also had in OKC. Like, like Zach, <laughs> Zach, I'm an upper echelon LeBron fan. We are not concerned yeah. with with these rudimentary debates and discussions anymore. We are merely locked in, and we're disappointed that Bronny didn't win his game. But we're merely locked in mm. on winning a field championship. We don't. We understand that the LeBron is in his own realm, in his own universe. We can't be compared to any other human being. Yeah, so you're talking about players with gambling problems and things like that. But you can't. <laughs> LeBron, good gambler. You're not good at the D Wade game thing with Savannah, but that's what that's oh, what yeah. that's you know but, what. Like LeBron will literally have Celtics fans cheering for the Lakers if if he was on another team. LeBron yeah. will have. I mean, he honestly had Lakers fans cheering for the Celtics back when he was on the Cavs. These are things that you've seen. Yeah. Fan base, Warriors fans cheering for the Clippers. Things that you would never expect to happen. People will do because of LeBron and justify and have no problem. Literally, LaFraud, LaQuid, LaMickey, they have like 87 nicknames. They literally have group therapy sessions where they make up nicknames with Le- LeBron's Ellie, first part of his name. None but, of them are good either, the nicknames. No, no. LeBron sexual is easily the worst. Like, I, I've never oh. ever saw that. Like, oh, he's a LeBron sexual. I've never ever saw that. Like, oh, my God, you got me. I can literally come up with a, a, a more inflammatory name about your favorite player. Just drop it in the chat. It can be anybody. And in this yeah. very moment, I can come up with a worse name than LeBron sexual. <laughs> The shoulders. Uh, <laughs> the shoulders actually made me giggle. The shoulders yeah. actually made me giggle. <laughs> yeah, I just so many of their bad nicknames. I do want to ask you, you know, as, as we can keep keep it kind of moving along. People were also saying, you know, I know you. This is uh, uh, this is close to you. Do the Bucks play an unsexy style of basketball? The Bucks play a May, Milwaukee Milwaukee style of basketball. Exactly. <laughs> Milwaukee, great city, honestly. Much yeah. better than Cleveland. But you wouldn't know it. You you would automatically assume it just on that lower level. But just a hard-nosed, gritty, you know, tough, grinded-out type of style. But Bud comes in. He's, he's got a good program. He's, I like what he's running. It's tough because Giannis, you know, I think fans are getting a little bit angry now mm-hmm. seeing him, him hoist and chuck up three-pointers. And, look, honestly, the man's a two-time MVP. He can do whatever he feels like. You know, if, mm-hmm. if Giannis wants to shoot a three, if the Nassis wants to come in and shoot a three, this is the yeah. end of the end of the Kupo. You know, 
without Giannis, this squad would be in Povertyville. So whatever he wants to do, honestly, I'm not mad at it. I'm watching the game. I was on a plane, Zach, returning from the East Coast. Yeah. I was watch, watching the game on the janky feed. That's why the tweets weren't really hitting till I got back home for the Suns game, and then they were just automatic. But <laughs> I'm looking at the squad, and basically they're going to grind it out, do what it takes to win. They, they play with the hard hat. They play with that mentality. Yeah. Giannis, I mean, you know, people said he was ducking KD. He was afraid. But now it's 2-2 going back to Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, the Bucks have the momentum and juice. So whether you like their style or not, you think it's sexy, unsexy, 2-2. So whatever it is. It was good enough to beat the Nets two times in Milwaukee and tie the series up. How yeah. about yourself? What do you think? Well, it's very quickly because I, I want to make sure. So, by the way, you can listen to this as a podcast. So, for those that are listening, this is a tweet from a you know, friend of the program, legend Sean. You he says, "Bucks offense reminds reminds me of when you were playing pickup and you get matched up with four people who all don't know each other." So, uh, it is not a fun style to watch. I also. I don't know if people are going to get mad at this. I didn't really enjoy watching the Spurs. People were always like, such beautiful basketball. I was like, no. I don't want to watch it. Run the numbers up. I don't want to see good defense. I want to see 199 to 199. Yeah. I don't care about defense. I want to see All day. So, like, it isn't pretty. It, I, I like Last year, I didn't think it was that pretty. They're, they can be very dominant. They can get a ton of stops. And, you know, occasionally when it's all cooking, it can look nice. But the, there are these stretches where it feels super disjointed. I have seen with LeBron's like, what do you got with though that money? Oh no. no. Bucks play a style that get, would get someone beat up in a rec league. <laughs> beat up in rec league. <laughs> He's not wrong. PJ Tucker is the biggest hack in the league. Physically. Hey man, PJ Yeah, that's hilarious. PJ Tucker just committed his 13th personal. I feel for PJ, man. He had to play center on those Rockets teams, and that was had to be horrible and annoying to deal with. He's got some great shoes, and he knows how to foul, I think, at this point. I'm not sure what else. But he does play 90s defense. That's great. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's very sexy. Uh, you know, but, Joe, I want to keep it moving, and I want to ask you, this clip was going around uh, about Drake. He was at, he was at Bronny's game. Shout out to Kristen Peake, who captured the imagery. Yes. Our former legend. Yep. And Zach, I mean, the, the thing is, you know, Bronny's game, Bronny made his first first game back, I think, since the knee injury. But yeah. the the thickness of the crew and how they rolled in, LeBron, Drake, J.R. Smith, Jared Dudley, the legend, Savannah, of course. <laughs> People were hating on Jared Dudley being there. It's like, are you guys not aware of what Jared Dudley has cracked? Legend. He's that dude. I know he's Legend. giving people hands in Madden. He's doing things that are not really appreciated by the average lay fan, but do lead to championships. Letting LeBron beat you in Madden, even though LeBron's probably not as nice on the sticks as he thinks. But you have to do these things to get his confidence right in the game. Jared Dudley <laughs> will, will jump on that grenade and do that. I'm going to take the L to LeBron and Madden so we can beat perform. But if I'm Bronny... And really, if I'm the other team, too, and I'm at the game, and I see Drake literally, like, screaming at the ref while a Drake song is playing, it's just like, this is, when you talk about L.A. in a nutshell, this is, like, what L.A. really represents. Like, this it's, is the type of shit you'll see. It's awesome. He, it is so funny, too, because, like, when Drake shows up at places, no matter what the place is, it's really, like, Drake and then the whatever else is going yeah, on. Sure. I went to a concert once a uh, long time ago. So, like, it was a Frank Ocean concert. The wheel turns. It's a cool theater, small. And Drake was in the like the lighting booth, which was right behind us. And it was so fucking distracting because everyone kept like turning to see. And Drake's just singing every word of every Frank Ocean song. So, 
when he goes into these places, they inherently everyone kind of just wants to watch him interact. Exactly. You know, uh, there. I thought it's awesome. I mean, I, Joe, have you gone to a Sierra Canyon game yet? No, Zach, I, I do not go to high school games quite yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's hey. too traumatic. It's, I'm not waiting in line. I'm not going to get big time at a high school basketball game. I'm not quite there yet. Yes, LeBron did give me the cosign, but I don't know if that's a real life cosign. It's a Twitter thing, but I, I haven't seen him in real life to be like, hey, it's me. But um, Drake, Drake in the amazing Technicolor dream coat like Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I've gone so I've gone to two or three of the Sierra Canyon games. They are very, very fun. Anyone that's listening, if you can never figure out how to go get a ticket to one of those, it's unlike anything I've ever been to. It's such a circus. Their team's nice, so it's kind of it's like fun, good basketball to watch. But the atmosphere is ridiculous, and uh, go if you can. But how's the snack bar? That's the most important thing. Bro, I couldn't even go to the snack bar because it was like you, you were worried if you got up and left your seat, someone was going to snatch it. You know, I, there's I that many people I there. I don't, support, I don't support that type of chicanery, Zach. <laughs> High school games are about the snack bar. The the, the slightly underheated nacho cheese, oh, the jalapenos. Yep. I judge them on, is it relish packets or is it the squeeze bottle? They're, these are simple things, Zach, <laughs> but they can tell a lot about a high school and what they have going on. But how do you feel like you would play if Drake and LeBron were watching you? Because I would probably piss down my leg. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. I would be so scared. So, so scared. I was bad when, like, too many girls I knew showed up at games. Le- LeBron and Drake show up at my game. I, can we get that comment up again that said the kid went from Algebra 1 and uh, got to watch Marcus Smart watch this high school All right, kid went from Algebra 1 last period to Drake berating him for 40 minutes. A great comment. That is – like, dude, these are high school kids, and now they have to play in front of Jared Dudley. Do you can you imagine that pressure for him? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, Dudley would probably have me more nervous because he's just a legend. <laughs> but Jared Dudley, oh gosh, that visual against yeah. the Sixers back in the day. Um, now I'm a little salty that you didn't get to go to the snack bar. I'm probably gonna write a strongly worded letter because that's, <laughs> that's there's no place for that in high school basketball. Zach, games are meant for the snack bar. I agree. And shout out to KP who took uh, LeJetro and I to the game because she, she, dude, if there's anyone to go with one of those games, she's like royalty there. The like Sierra Canyon people love her. All the players know her. She's like introducing us to everybody. So go follow Christian Peak if you don't. She's a legend. And But yeah, man, go to those games if you can. Because like Trippy Red was there. He definitely went to the snack bar. I, let me just say this. I have never seen a grown adult eat more candy in a half of basketball than what Trippy Red put away. He ate three boxes of sour straws, Ooh. three fun dips, Ooh. and he had like sour patch kits too. And my teeth awesome. hurt so bad just watching. I was just like, oh my God, I don't know how he's doing exactly. that. And walk- Candy yeah. makes you dandy, my friend. Candy makes you dandy. Bro, I can only eat so much of it. My teeth hurt even thinking about it. But yeah, tough getting dunked on in front of Drake and LeBron. So what do we got? Let's move on to our B block. Yes, sir. For those who are novices in the TV digital space. <laughs> yeah. We all have favorite athletes growing up. Yeah. Did you see the kid that got uh, Djokovic's racket? Yeah. Which, like, it's such a sweet reaction. Uh, it goes on a little too long. I feel bad saying that. But, like, it's awesome. He's so stoked on it. It is always, and maybe I'm an asshole for this, but it's always tough because, like, it's so cool that he got the racket, but it's also like, hey, maybe give that to the kid at the back of the stands. This kid who's in the front row at the open is not exactly hard-pressed to come across buying something like that. Exactly. This, is what I, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, go, go. No, no, no. That's it. No, that's it. I wasn't going to say. Oh, shit. Have fun, though. I had a great thought. Yeah, please. Go what ahead. I was going to say is, if you give that kid the racket, he's ass at tennis. You just wasted a racket. Like you said, give it to the kid <laughs> the 300 level that still grinds and wants it. However, if that kid was the son of a somebody with some bread, mm. that they're trying to do some business deals with politicking, win. Sponsor, whoever. 100%. You, you said like we knew who the boosters were. We knew who the boosters' kids were. You knew, oh, here's a jersey. Just for this yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I tell you, what, what I got with the handshake. There was a handshake after that. There That's... may have been something that was great in the palm. May or may not have been. Name, uh, image, likeness. Name, image, likeness, guys. Repeat right? after me. Uh, I, Joe, I want to ask you, is there an athlete that would have gotten you that excited from them giving you something? Uh, probably Slava Medvedenko, I think, is the first athlete. <laughs> because he's just a legend. Zach, as yeah. you know, I'm a weirdo. I love my local news people. I love random – I make random people celebrities. So Slava um, – Trunus Marshallon has held that same type of value, I think, in my mind. <laughs> sure. I saw Manu Ball naked in the Warriors locker room as a kid, and it scarred me for life. <laughs> I'm just telling you. When you talk about third leg, Zach, when we talk about third yeah. leg, Manu Ball yeah. needs to be in that conversation. But uh, – and then, of course, LeBron. Like, oh, I think – did I? No. Oh, I actually, not an athlete, but one time I was doing a shoot, Snoop Dogg was performing. Snoop Dogg. Smoked a blunt and he like put the roach out and I saw it and I went and grabbed the roach and I saved it into the thing but I don't know what happened to it but oh, it was a Snoop Dogg roach. No way! I don't that know. Awesome. How about yourself though? Which which athlete would have made you this excited? I think Ken Griffey when I was really little. Yeah. You just being a Seattle kid, the way that he kind of carried himself, he made this literally this trust real would have been good on. He made the sport so cool. I mean, probably you know Gary Payton. I I remember. We went to uh, some friend, had some like hookup or plug, and we went to a Seattle Sonics, the practice facility for some kid's birthday party. Okay, you know how those are. It's just like it's a ridiculous thing. And we're all there playing, and they're like, hey, a, a Sonics player is going to come play with you guys, blah, blah, blah. And we're all like, oh, shit. Like, is it going to be Kemp? Is it going to be GP? Is it going to be Detlef? Like, ah. And Vin Baker comes walking out, and we're all like, yeah, fuck yeah, Vin Baker. Like, hell yeah. But yeah, yeah. still not, not the enthusiasm for Vin Baker? No. No love. It. Hey, and then the, the funniest thing is, uh, it was an awesome day. He was such a nice guy. He gave us the time of day. Played, like, knockout with us or something like that. And then he, like, he gave every kid there a pair of his – size whatever and they were the they're the jordans uh that look like the stealth bombers is it the yeah yeah i know, it's, I know it's the ones that are like widely considered someone in the chat please help me here it's because i got into a ton of trouble for saying this before but it's the widely considered the ugliest uh jordan of all time and he gave them to us i still have them somewhere uh they're so ugly looking but they're awesome i love it shout out to Ben baker so that's that's my little story there and that's that probably is my favorite sports memorabilia item I own that or I might I have it my dad got it after he was long out of the league he got me a signed Adam Morrison basketball legend so legend. those are the two what about you what's your favorite uh sports memorabilia item uh favorite piece of sports memorabilia would probably be I had Ed O'Bannon autograph a shoe but there was no shoes around so we used one of George Zedek so it's an egregiously large shoe but it has Ed O'Bannon I also have a signed <laughs> shoe from 
Glenn Doc Rivers that I'm really, really uh, affectionate about. I had a piece of the net from UCLA's national championship team that I had in my wallet. I was far too young to be in possession of it. I lost it somewhere along the struggle. Oh. I'm not going to blame anybody, but, you know. I know you also had – you were in possession of a special pair of shoes from Space Jam for a little bit. Oh, yeah. My brothers uh, got a pair of Jordan shoes, and I definitely rocked them. They were janky by the time I got them, but it didn't matter. You know, you get, like, a pair of shoes that are scuffed up and fucked up, but they're great because they're, yeah. like, I just always wanted these. Yeah. I, made a, I made a trade as, like, a fifth grader for, like, a pair. I forget what shoes they were, but, like, some Air Maxes or something, but they were long past their prime. But I just wanted <laughs> Air Maxes so bad. So I made a terrible trade. My mom was mad at me. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'm so curious what you traded out on that, but and we can keep it moving. Uh, we, we're getting to a new section called. Oh, let me see some of these ones, bro. Wait, wait, hold this one, bro. I've got a <laughs> easy and link uh, autograph Bucks hat. Yo, my a kid at my high school used to have his jersey, and it was so funny when he'd show up. We'd all like just start yelling. It was great. That's an awesome piece of memorabilia. I think the like funny memorabilia is the best. Like this, the. Sort of like, why do you own that? I always think that's like I have a, I have a Mike Allstott jersey somewhere in my house. That's hilarious to me. But anyway, we can keep moving. We're going on to the section called Getting Petty. Uh, reminder: commentary of the day is going to get some free merch as well. So keep the comments coming. Uh, John, I don't know if you saw this, Kanye West unfollowed the entire Kardashian family. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West called it quits in this past week. She actually wished him a happy birthday, but. He unfollowed her and the whole family. Anyways, how do you qualify? How do you qualify when to unfollow someone on IG or Twitter or anything like that? I mean, first off, let me just say, um, you know, for Kim's birthday, Kanye came through with, with the, the hologram of her dad. Yep. Which was a great gift and scary shit simultaneously. <laughs> and yeah, and had her dad basically calling Kanye a genius, her, the hologram of her dad. Yeah. So there's no explanation for any rhyme or reason for what this man does. Look, I think mental health is extremely important. Yeah. If it makes you feel better to not have your, your ex boo or any of her sisters, because they're going to be loud on, on, on Twitter, then unfollow. Do what you got to do. I think it's wild. Like, who's the person that, like, monitors the unfollowing? And it's like, oh, shit, he unfollowed all of them. Like, who, who's, like, the person that figured out, bam, bam, bam? Did anyone get saved? Like, Caitlin, anybody? Was anyone saved from the rapture? No. No one was saved. But how do you – I'm unfollowing somebody. I mean, Zach, look, I get a lot of people who like, you know, I've started to do the soft block thing. I was never a fan of it, but you know, with my burgeoning stardom, you know, obviously getting the LeBron James co-sign admitting what we all know. Yeah. That you're the goat. I can now say your goat's goat and nobody can say shit. Yes. Other than yes. Yes, daddy, you're correct. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, for the unfollowing, I think, you know, it's people are annoying because like I'll get these like I'll get haters and they'll come for like you know a week or two and they'll kind of just give up because they just realize that their efforts are futile and there's no way that they can stop the train from being in motion. So they'll yeah. come hate like it was Celtics fans a couple weeks ago they were like posting this this grab from uh literally like oh I used to be a Clippers fan like I, I've said that shit for the last three years like it was, but it was like oh this, this this guy was like patting himself on the back like oh I found this on Google and it's like yeah I made a video three years ago that was literally like can you just use this one so I can get more numbers on it please like mm -hmm. why do you keep you know but for so for unfollowing mm -hmm. I don't really I mean I try to just keep it moving keep it pushing but sometimes people will get reckless and egregious with with their slander and their commentary so then it's just like a quick unfollow just because you know they'll they'll have notifications set on my tweets. Yeah. So it's just like a quick, like, okay, I don't want you to really know what I have going on. But I generally, you know, I don't I don't subscribe to all that. So how about yourself? How do you qualify on, on following someone? Well, the I think the mute feature was really nice because, like, I, I, 
more on Instagram, like people just can be kind of annoying. And so like, I can just chill them out with a mute. I don't have to like unfollow them. Then there's that weird moment where I run into them inevitably at a party and like, why'd you unfollow me? And it's like, damn, you really on it like that. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I'll admit I've been, I've seen someone unfollow me and been like, the fuck? like there was a, uh, there was a girl I went to high school with and like, we were very close to the friends and when she unfollowed me, I was like, that's super weird. Like we don't stay in touch quite like that, but we've known each other so long, but, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I think it's always odd the the situations where you choose to do it. I totally get it with exes though. Like I'm just gonna get that shit out of here. Although two of three exes I'm still cool with. So like I don't know. It's person to person, I guess. But that, that's my strategy. Zach, after I got to LeBron Raymond James Senior follow uh, Thursday, mm. I went through and just started looking at people who I follow who didn't follow me back, and I was very surprised. So I had to just do a little house cleaning. Because, frankly, I wasn't interested in your guys' accounts anyway. It was probably just something along the way that I had to do it. I felt obligated. Yeah. After LeBron followed me, I felt no obligation to anybody whatsoever. <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, That's LeBron doesn't follow you guys, so why the fuck am I, why am I following you guys if you're not going to follow back? My thing is always, like, I'm just like, look, if I follow somebody who's famous, I give them a week to follow back, and then after that I unfollow because most of the time they're not saying anything I care about. No. And I was just being courteous. Link up a little bit. See where we go from there. Put it yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, I uh, it, it does feel good though sometimes going through and thinning out, especially the ones you don't know follow you back and we're thinning out the herd a little bit. That feels pretty good. So, yeah, Joe, the, the LeBron thing is a fucking great, great look on that. So, hey, sports news A13, you are a genius. I actually thought about that. I was discussing that with my wife. Like, I should unfollow LeBron and just make the ultimate flex of all time. Oh, my. You cannot. No but I did way. Not do that. But I did not do that, Zach. As you know, I'm very soft and sensitive, and I would never do that to my girl. <laughs> I don't know how LeBron will recover. No. Really play with fire there. So, we can keep it moving, though. Uh, Quavo. Oh, these are just some. This is a good example of a little bit of pettiness on here. Quavo took back the whip. Another breakup that happened not too long ago was Quavo and Sweetie. Uh, they came back. Uh, it came back up last week because he had the Bentley he bought her repo, which is brutal. Uh, I gotta ask you: Have you ever taken something back from an ex? My heart, no. But um, I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you just read that sentence. Quavo, he bought her. He didn't buy her the Bentley if it got repo. He literally was letting her rent it, and it was. No, He's making payments on a Bentley yeah. and didn't and stop. He did not own it. He did not own it. But um, no, I'm, I'm a pretty courteous guy, Zach. You know, I would definitely, I mean, I think maybe some weed one time, but that was probably about it. My my, my, my younger days, but it was Ooh. a big fat nug. And it technically wasn't mine. I just took it, <laughs> but it was all good. <laughs> I had, uh, with an ex, I gave her, so I bought like a new TV and it's like, you know, 4K, real nice. Got rid of the old one. The old one had had since like college and it's fine, but you know, not up to what I want. And I was like, yeah, you can take it. And then we broke up not shortly thereafter or not too long after. And I hit her with the Venmo for the TV. So I was like, you know what? I could have gotten real money from that. This is over now. Uh, pay me my money. So it was all Venmo, right. Like Venmo, no cash app, no, no sale. No, I'm, I'm a Venmo guy. So. Me too. I respect it. That I don't was... like putting the info. I feel like people are nosy. So I always make it private. So I don't want. <laughs> Why don't I want you to see what I gave somebody else money for? Yeah, MacGyver's. You guys are already knows your shit as it is. So, yeah, I don't. I haven't been too petty in many breakups. I mean, like I'll say things here and there. They're not like going to come off as cool stories, but we can keep them moving. 
Uh, Summer Walker, uh, her her workouts, if you were being petty, uh, I don't know if you saw this. This is just mailing in. I've, I've had days like this at the gym where you just don't give a shit about any of it. And you're just there to get it over with and keep it moving. But uh, I, res- I honestly respect that, to be, if I'm being honest. She's rich. When you're rich, that's technically a workout. Pay somebody to work out for you. That's what I say. <laughs> and the last one, uh, stock food. Have you ever been catfished by food due to false advertising? Josiah? I mean, I think we've all had Arby's in our life. So that's, you know, I never like to slander a potential brand. But, uh, you know, potential sponsor of the show. But RB shit in the commercial versus what it look, looks like in real life. Yeah, that's not not a real deal. Um, yeah, I've been getting catfished by airplane food, as you may or may not know. I'm a big connoisseur of first class airplane food. Not yeah. the economy, not the, you know, the pay for uh, shit. Yeah, I got that. Go ahead. I'm just saying like with the, uh, you know, when they used to give you the fucking the napkin and the place setting and the silverware and all that shit. It's yeah. going downhill. I flew American cross country. And they were down bad, Zach. They gave me a terrible salad. I didn't know what was in it. I was very disappointed. Yeah. Not an ample or sufficient amount of dressing. No roll. It was just very, 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 <laughs> very embarrassing. No rolled butter. I mean, these are just key no. things. Not the ice cream thing with the fresh hot fudge. And I feel like airlines have now used the pandemic as an excuse to not live up to their billing. If I'm paying for first class, I want to be treated as such. If this is like the Titanic, I want to know that if this thing goes down, I'm first to get off. Whatever yeah. happens to the rest of the people, whatever happens to Fabrizio and the rest of the crew, that's on them. <laughs> Fabrizio and the, the other legends, like that's that's nothing of my concern. I'm on the first <laughs> I would tell you. How about yourself? You eat catfish by food? Uh, yeah. There's a place. Let me pull the mic in close. There's a place called Tito's Tacos, Josiah. Oh, it I'm is worried. not fucking good. Stop it. Stop telling people it's good. I don't want to hear it. There's always a line out front. It is, it's, it's such a lie that it, people think it's good. It's the most basic tacos you've ever seen or had. The shells are like ones you could buy in any grocery store. They cover it in cheddar cheese that are very basic. The burritos aren't good either. Burritos, burritos. Exactly. Nope, no, no Tito's burrito slander. Everything else you said I had no problem with. Salsa's rather mid. I know it's fresh tomatoes, whatever, but it's not authentic. You might as well go to, uh, what's the spot? Is it Lucy's? What's the spot that's right over? It's like one yeah. one building over that has all the same exact shit, but yeah. much better quality. Yeah. I just am like, bro, I don't know. I don't get it. If you want, like, good tacos, go to Leo's truck. Go to, you know, Guisado's is great. Go to, I mean, there's so many good options that are uh, – Teddy's Reds. I don't know if you've ever gone there. There's just so many better spots to eat. And people in LA hype it up in the weirdest way. And most people from LA will like, if you press one, they're like, yeah, all right, it's not that good. It's hilarious. So I don't know. I'm sorry to slander the burrito though, Joe. Neither is Pink's Hot Dogs. There's a lot of LA no. staples that frankly, Johnny's Pastrami's I do enjoy, but the price point is so inflated now. It's like 13 bucks for chili cheese fries. That's just disrespectful, man. People are delicious. I, I like Wexler's, but I went to get a sandwich there over the weekend. Sixteen dollars for a sandwich. I just kept walking. I was like, "No, I'm, I'm not doing that." Exactly. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of free Wexler's. Yeah, I know. I, the pastrami monster. The pastrami monster <laughs> was a staple of Yahoo Sports. They brought those free sandwiches in. The key is, and I tell these people all the time: if you ever get the chance to work in television, you're doing a live show. 
Like they're going to give the talent the better food, right? So what you have to do, wait like two minutes before the show starts. Talent will be on stage. There's absolutely no way that they're going to come off of that stage because the show's about to start. Go yeah. raid their food. Go raid their catering. They're not going to eat it when they come back. It's going to be all messed up because you've been sitting in the thing. That was my NFL Network move, Zach, right before game day started. Oop. I knew it. Every single point. All right, upstairs.com. They're going to get it right before the night game, right when this 8 o'clock show starts sneaking there because, uh, you know, the crew always has steak and good shit, the good broccoli, the good yeah. roll, the big-ass juicy cookies. Oh, we were getting it in, Zach. Living like kings. <laughs> living like kings. Jay, you taught me those tricks at Yahoo. I remember I'd run in and I'd see you coming out the door with your sandwich. I'd go and grab it my napkin, tuck it into some corner where no one's going to find it. In between sets, I'd run out there and like eat half of it, put it back. It was, that was, it was great. I used to but, hide my sandwich in a place where only I could reach it. Yeah. Like me and Martellus Bennett, that was it. But, only, but I knew he was busy doing the show, so he was not going to reach my sandwich. No, no. Oh, that was great. All right, well, we are uh, at the end of the show here. We're going to award the commenter of the day, who's going to get some Fresh Buckets merch. Today, the winner is Hightower J825. Bucks play a style that would get someone beat up in a rec loop. This was a great comment. I don't know if we have it, uh, the original, but uh, Hightower J25, we will be sending you some merch. Um, so uh, make sure you keep your DMs open. Uh, also, you know, if you if you missed any out of pocket, we are officially a podcast now. So go listen wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. You know the deal at this point. Uh, go follow Buckets on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and YouTube. Uh, and call our damn voicemail. Run your fucking, run your mouth on the voicemail. Please give me something good to play on here. You heard us play one. People are asking if this is a Mickey Mouse ring now. So, you know, get, get in the voicemail. That's all I got, Joe. Wait, before we go. Yeah. I can't even read the name because my eyes are getting blinded by the way. Yeah. But the gentleman said he was on a 12-hour flight and he caught diarrhea. In the middle seating, coach. No, that's one of my biggest fears. Sign black toast and Thailand. I will eat that Sunday. I will eat that Sunday with hot fudge every single time. But it's always that grace period. I had a milkshake Zach before the show started. I spent this whole show worrying if it was going to happen, if my bowels were just going to only. But very, very worth it. My goal, obviously, as you know, never poop at Coachella. Also, never poop on a plane. I don't know why. It's just not. A, it's not a comp. And everybody, if you're in there too long, everybody knows the flight attendants are looking at you weird. There's like it smells like poop right in that little general area. Oh yeah, dude, it's so it's awful. embarrassing, and I have to sit out and stare at all these people for a rest of a flight. I can't, not me, not on my watch. You gotta scurry back to your seat like you didn't just like nuke the back of the plane. They know, they know. And it's one ply. It's one ply. I mean, who's yeah. supposed to watch? You can't. You put one ply together it does not make two ply. It just makes shitty one ply. It just rips apart. Yeah. I like to get the good. You know. Always go front to back, not back to front. Okay, some people have, did not learn that for some reason. Front to oh back, yeah. Pull it away from your genitalia. Pull it away from the genitalia. But um, yeah, nonetheless, that's, that's great. Yeah, I I've had an issue once. I was in Cuba and decided to use points to get home, so I took three different United flights to get home. One from Havana to Miami, Miami to Houston, Houston to LA. Oh. Those those last two flights, worst of my entire life. I was standing outside LAX just shaking. I was not well. So, anyway, we can get out of here, though. It's such a great lesson. Happy Sunday, everybody. Go Suns. 
Since we knew you could do it all along, in true LA fashion, we're taking over your bandwagon. I'm about to be the king of Suns Twitter. Man, we believe Suns merch coming soon. We did it. Yeah, Suns! <laughs> Everybody stay safe. Stay African-American if you are. If you are not, try to be.